the most craziest year is coming to an end anybody excited about that i mean uh, you never know there's still about uh, uh, three and a half hours left you, n- you never know what's going to happen right anybody feels the same way <laughs> right i don't want to freak you guys out uh, thanks pete I mean, it's been, it's been a crazy year and I, I don't know how many times I'm going to say this, but I think no matter how many times I say it, the fact does not change that this year has been mad, uh, right? If you guys are watching this on Zoom, just so that uh, I know that you guys have not left uh, your screen on and go- doing your own thing in the kitchen or in the living room, uh, just say this has been a crazy year. Just put it out in chat. If you're on, on YouTube, just put it out in chat. This has been a crazy year. And, and, and as much as we are in the last day of 2020, I was, I was really seeking God. I said, God, uh, I think in the last nine months, I've tried to, tried to do whatever you have asked me to do in terms of communicating and sharing your heart to, to, to our community. And uh, I hope I've done a fairly decent job with that. Uh, but I said, God, it's like that knockout punch. Uh, is happening on December 31st, and and we need a new word from you. Anybody needs to hear from God tonight in a fresh way? Yeah, uh, I hope you're not tired when it comes to listening from God. Uh, it's okay if you get tired of listening to me. Uh, I hope you're not tired of listening from God. And and I believe Jesus is really about to do, to stir something fresh. Uh, and I felt that during worship. I don't know about you. But uh, I felt, I know for sure that something is about to shift in the community of Zealous. And I, I don't say this as an as a emotional hype, uh, you know, just to make you feel good and you start clapping and things like that. But I really believe that 2021 is going to be a unique and a significant year for each one of us. And if you believe that, one person said amen. Uh, you know, right. Uh, it's it's getting it's getting better. Uh, I'm sure you guys are going to stick along with me, and you guys can talk back to me when I'm talking to you. And from all the things that might be going on in your head right now, uh, if if how your barbecue is going to work out tonight after the service, or uh, if you have enough food options to call for when you by the time you reach home, if you're going to get fined tonight if the curfew is on, uh, you know whatever all those thoughts that may be going through your through your mind right now, and I don't know what's it going to look like for people on Zoom, uh, you know the the next tab that you might might want to switch to, or the next YouTube playlist that you're just about to start, or the next Netflix or whatever episode that you're about to stream, just hold on to that because we're going to keep this short. Because I believe uh, each one of us, can I encourage you just to be expectant for what God wants to speak to you tonight, right? And uh, if I can ask you to do this, uh, yeah, I'll just ask you to do this. Can you just, can we just close your eyes and just put your hand on your heart and say, God, Ah, come on. This is, this is the part where you talk as well. God, help me and keep me away from distractions. I want to hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Right. You just made it easier for me. All right. You just made it easier for me. And, and I, as always, I love starting by asking you questions. Uh, so let me put it straight. Has anybody been rejected before? (laughs) Guys on Zoom, guys on YouTube, 
feel free to put it up in chat. Bipin, I hope you're watching the chat. Uh, please let me know how the chat is going. Uh, today I can't see you, but uh, I've got Bipin to help me uh, know what's happening on chat. But, all right, show fans if you've been rejected or felt rejected. Man, I thought you guys would be like, okay, you know, uh, I'm not going to answer that one. But, all right, we've got authentic community, right? Yeah. Honest guys, that's good. Otherwise, I was going to simplify this to you. Uh, and I'm going to ask you, has anybody told no on your face? You know, that's like a more uh, sophisticated, domesticated version of asking, have you felt rejected? Right, Brian? I know, right? And, and I want to ask you, what were some of the emotions that went through your head when, when that happened? Uh, anger, all right. Keep it going. Hate, okay. Pain. Right, where are the guys, man? Uh, sympathy, all right. That's a first. That's good. All right, let, let's take two more. What, what are some of the thoughts that went through your mind? And Vipin, if something is coming up in chat, please shout it out. Why? All right, okay. You know, it's, it's crazy uh, when you have to sit and process these feelings and these emotions, right? Uh, some of you are like, man, no time to process this. Uh, the next yes will come. Uh, I don't know if you fall in that category, but I've got something exciting for you tonight. And as much as we would like to dwell on this question, I love the life story of David. Uh, not David Rao, who just got back from Lucknow. I mean, he's got an interesting life story as well. Uh, but I'm talking about the David in the Bible, right? Uh, Brian, that's the David we're talking about, right? <laughs> just checking. Uh, and, and, I, and the reason I love David, because he's so authentic, just like some of you guys, when, when I asked you that question, you know how quick the answer was? Man, I love hanging out with those kind of people, right? Where you kind of just cut through the, the facade and the, like I said, the makeup and the, and the dressing. And, and you can just talk, right? Don't you guys like it when you can just cut through all of that and just get to real conversations? That's David for you guys. That's David. I love his authenticity. I love how, how, how this guy was so audacious. I love his tender heart when it comes to hearing from God and doing uh, what, what, what was in God's heart for his life and through his life. And I love that about David. And one of the most important things that David treasured was not his position. I mean, if you, if you read about David, you know about him as a shepherd, you know about him as a warrior, you know about him as a leader and somebody as a trainer who trained up so many warriors, who trained up like an army of people, who led an army of people and then became a king. But David didn't treasured something more beyond that and that was the presence of God. Can everybody say that? The presence of God. The presence of God. And, and so much so that uh, uh, I'm going to give you kind of a backstory for what we're going to be diving into is David, they, there, was an there was an incident in the life of David where he was told no on his face. Right? I don't know why you guys are looking at me so surprised. I'm not making this up. This is there in the Bible. All right? Uh, so he was told no, not from any man, but he was told no from God. And, and uh, Shalini, please be patient. Right? Shalini gets excited because she, know she knows where I'm going with this already. Right? Uh, and I'll give you the backstory so that we all can catch up to Shalini, okay? The backstory is that David has just been appointed king over all Israel. And, and one of the first things he does when he's appointed king is that he decides to bring back the Ark of the Covenant. You remember that one? The one that you saw in, which, which movie is that? Uh, Indiana Jones, right? 
One of the parts they talk about finding the ark. I don't know if they find it. Do they find it? They do? All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, he, he, he brings the ark of the covenant back to Israel because that, that kind of signifies the presence of God. And, and he thinks it's best that now that he is the leader, he's the king of Israel, this is the best thing to do. And, and how that happens, that's a sermon in itself, but we are not going to go there. But tonight, I want us to focus on one particular passage uh, where... David wants to take his, his love for God and his awe for God and his passion for God to a whole another level. Can you say that with me? Another level. Another level. And, and he, this is what he does. He, he says that he wants, to, he wants to kind of prioritize the presence of God in the, in the kingdom of Israel. And, and God, that, I love that the Bible says uh, in this in this book 2nd Samuel chapter 7 and we'll be reading from there but that particular chapter starts off by saying there was rest can you guys say that rest, rest. the kingdom of Israel had rest from whom from all the enemies around them uh, if you if you study the if you study the history of that time there was a lot of wars that were raging between Israel and and the and the neighboring uh, countries or the neighboring clans that were there but at that time when David was appointed king the land had rest. Anybody needs rest as you step into 2021? I'm not talking about sleep. I'm talking about rest. There's a massive difference. You can sleep 10 hours, 12 hours, but you can still be in a, in a state of unrest. Anybody felt that? Isn't it, isn't it so significant that the Bible talks about the presence of God, the chapter before, and the next chapter starts with rest. I think there's a, there's a beautiful harmony that we see because it's it's not it's 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 the presence of God and not just the works of God that bring you rest. It's the presence of God. It's not the works of God. It's not it's not just you and me putting this gathering together. It's not you and me just attending Sunday after Sunday. It's not you and me just giving our finances on a daily basis or on a regular basis. It's not the works of God, but it's come on, help me guys. It's the presence of God that gives you rest and I love how that seventh chapter starts off by saying that when David was king the land had rest because David prioritized on bringing the presence of God back into Israel he wanted to take his love and awe to the next level where he says that hey you know what I want to build something for God I want to build something for the Ark of the Covenant. I want to build this temple. I want to, go, I want to build this space where the, where the presence of God can dwell. That's, that's how the chapter goes on. And we'll be reading some part of it. But coming back to that question that I asked you, right? How many of you are still thinking about that? Anybody still thinking about your rejection stories? Or have you guys moved on? Okay, one person. I don't know how, how, how you guys are doing on Zoom and YouTube. But if, you, if you're still on that, 2020 has been a great example of teaching you and me to say no. Or responding to no's. I mean, let's, let's be real, right? March started and we were like, okay, this is going to last just for a few weeks. Right? Yeah, we fools thought that one month and everything is going to get over. And we're going to be back to our plans. And, and, and when it comes to travel, 2020 was like, no, you can't do that. And it comes to, you know, your gatherings, you're like, no, 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 you can't do that. You know, it's like 2020 was, was talking to us. Social hangouts, oh no, you can't do that as well. 
okay, what can I do? Can I, can I, do I have security at my job? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. No, you, you, don't, you don't have that. Okay, how about another business opportunity? Right? I mean, 2020 has screamed the loudest no to some of you. Come on, guys. Talk back to me. You know what I'm talking about. 2020 has screamed the loudest no. And those no's, I don't know if it has crushed you, if it has disappointed you, if it has embarrassed you. But I think all of those have been put together in this massive no that keeps coming this year in so many ways. Am I talking to somebody tonight? This year has screamed out no in so many ways. And David could relate to that. David could relate to that. David's response to a no in 2 in uh, Samuel chapter 7 was a grateful and a thankful heart. What? I mean, you've been rejected, David. The most ambitious thing that you ever wanted to do as a king has been told off and said, you can't do that. You have, been, you have been mocked, not by man, you have been mocked by God, if you want to put it that way. But a no has come straight from God. And your response is thanksgiving. That's why I love David. That's why I love David. Let's read 2 Samuel chapter 7, uh, 11 to 16. This is a conversation between uh, one of his trusted advisors, prophets, friends, Nathan. Uh, God speaks to David through Nathan and this is what he says. And I will provide a homeland for my people Israel, planting them in a secure place where they will, be, where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they have done in the past. Starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people Israel. And I will give you rest from all your enemies. Furthermore, the Lord declares that he will make a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For when you die and are buried with your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, your own offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a, a temple for my name, and I will secure his royal throne forever. But I love this part as he builds up, as God builds up. But my favor will not be taken from him as I took it from Saul, whom I removed from your sight. Your house and your kingdom will continue before me for all the time. And your throne will be secure forever. Such an incredible promise David receives in the midst of a no. In the midst of a no. I want to tell you, Zealous, there are seasons... Let me put it this way, not just, not just hours, not just days, not just weeks. There are moments and there are seasons where a no from God now is for a better yes for tomorrow. And I stand with you guys when it comes to receiving no's this 2020. But I want to encourage somebody, because this is, this is not me making these things up. This is God wanting us to hear this and hear this well. A moment and a season of no today is for a better yes tomorrow from God. And I don't know how your heart was when you heard that no. Maybe you were crushed. And, and, and the thing is, I want to focus on David. Enough of that rejection part. Enough of that no part. But let's focus on David and the posture. Because David is certain of that. That a no today from God is for a better yes tomorrow from him. 
And David is certain of that. And that's why his response to God is not this grumpiness. His response to God is not this anger or this bitterness. Or, or nowadays we go quiet on people, right? Block them, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you block them. You go quiet. You don't talk to them. You don't respond to their calls. You don't want to do anything. You don't want anything to do with them. I mean, that's the... Anything new that's trending when it comes to these cold wars? Huh? No blue ticks. <laughs> I know, right? David didn't do any of that. David says, you know what? God, you know better. I'm going to come before you as I am. I know this feels bad because I was like, okay, by the way, he's the King David now. He's not that shepherd boy David. And, and help me or correct me if I'm wrong. The more we rise to positions and powers of influence, we, we are very careful of how people respond to us. And, and, and we, come, we become so emotional and so touchy when people are blunt and, and you know, straight to, to your face. Because you're like, hey man, you guys are directly and indirectly offending my authority. David doesn't put up any of that before God. He comes before him. And I love what the scripture says. If we were falling in this category, we like to sit down with different people and start talking about it. Because we want to vent out, right? I mean, that's what the culture and the trends teach us. Hey, you need to talk. You need to vent it out. You start, you start this whole gathering and this committee meeting and these close friends and you start talking to them and you're like, hey, you know what happened? This, this is what happened to me. I went through this. This is what happened to me. And, and I kind of, somebody blamed me for this and I had this great idea to do something great for God. But these people just don't try to get it. And, you know, you go on ranting. And if we could sit down and went out of all the wrong things that happened to us in 2020, this night would fall short. We would miss out on our New Year celebrations. But David sits down. The Bible says that he does sit down. But here's what the Bible says. He sits down before God. I want to tell you somebody, man. I think it's time that you start sitting down before God a bit more. Than starting, than starting to rant and went out to people. And, and it's, you know, it, it, because it matters. It really matters where and before whom you're, si you're sitting with. And David's thanksgiving starts with, with his posture before it starts with his words. Am I speaking to somebody tonight? I mean, come on. This is not the first time you're hearing about Thanksgiving. Uh, it happened in November. Right? You guys maybe did a turkey, you did a meal, and I don't know how you enjoyed your holiday. This is not the first time you're hearing about Thanksgiving. But let me tell you something. When it comes to, to Thanksgiving, the posture of our hearts gives value to the words of your mouth. The posture of your heart gives value to the words of our mouth. And, and in the time where we are, we are we're kind of talking so much and, and kind of just talking and just talking and talking, it's very easy to say that you and me have a thankful heart. We may have thankful words, but do we have a thankful heart? Do we have a thankful heart? And David is, is well past that. He's well aware of how God has taken this, this young man who was, the Bible says he was the, he was the weakest among his, among his siblings. You know, he had some brothers who were strong, who were like, who were at the battlefront. And he was this kid who was just t tending the sheep. And yet he had one of the most historic 
battles ever with Goliath and he, and he struck it down. You know the story. But he's well aware of, the, of his past and how God has brought him out of that. And just a few years back, this same David, he was on the run for his life because there's a guy called King Saul who was chasing him for his life because he wanted him dead because he was jealous of David. And from a few years where he's on the run from his life, now God has made a way for him and he's been made king. And his expressive words of thanksgiving arise out of this thorough understanding of the sovereign God that he is following and he is believing in. I want to ask you, Zealous, how are we doing with that? How has 2020 and, and, and this, this year that has panned out in, in so crazy ways that we all have been talking about, how has your understanding and your revelation been when it comes to the sovereign nature of God? One thing for sure we all can agree, it has been challenged. But we might have been pushed, we might have been crushed, but let's not forget that we are the sons and daughters of the living God who is sovereign in nature. You guys with me? Oh, come on. Don't go quiet on me now, man. We, we are sons and daughters of the living God. It's because of your faith. It's because of your trust in Jesus. We have access to this great, tangible, and timeless promises of God. And I want to close out by just helping you understand that our posture of thanksgiving, our expressive praise, and our communion with God is this combination that every single one of us needs as we close out on, thanks, on 2020 and step into 2021. If you, if you miss that out, let me help you understand. A posture of thanksgiving. Can you guys say that with me? Posture of thanksgiving. Not your words. We're good at words. We are so good at words. But I want, I want to challenge you of, of your posture. How is the posture when it comes to your thanksgiving? The second thing, your expressive praise. Not, not these 15-20 minutes of praise when, that we do as a community. I'm talking about your praise. I'm not talking about the band's praise. I mean, these guys do their part helping us worship and helping us lead in uh, worship. And, you know, they do a fantastic job with that. But I want to ask you, how is your expressive praise as you close out in 2020? How is your expressive praise? Because as David was not quiet. He was expressive before God. And I, I, I believe God is raising this community to be a bunch of people who don't shy away when it comes to worshipping Jesus. Who don't shy away from, from expressing your praise to God. You know, if you have had a bad day, you can still come before Jesus and say, you know what Jesus, today just sucked. I, I thought it would go good, but it didn't. But I still want to praise you. I still want to give you thanks because I know that you have not given up on me. So that's the expressive praise that I'm talking about. Not, not, I, know, I know some of you will be like, hey, Ninad, you know what? I've got a lot of talking that I do in my heart. Well, get it out. Because that's what David did. He was very expressive with his praise. The last thing, your communion with God. Not just the, not just the elements, not the, not the bread and the cup, but I'm talking about your personal time with God how are we doing with the posture of thanksgiving how are we doing with our expressive praise and how are we doing with our communion with God it's because I love this part David is good at all three of these 
David is good at, at the posture of his thanksgiving. David is good when it comes to his expressive praise. David is good with his, when, when it comes to his communion with God as well. And, and I love how this chapter closes out. He says, And now, O God, this is same chapter 25 on, verse 25 onwards. And now, O God, I am your servant. Do as you have promised concerning me and my family. Confirm it as a promise that will last forever. And may your name be honored forever so that everyone will say, The Lord of heaven's armies is God over Israel. And may the house of your servant David continue before you forever. O Lord of heaven's armies, God of Israel. See, this is what I'm talking about. Expressive praise. I have been bold enough to pray this prayer to you because you have revealed all this to your servant saying, I will build a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For you are God, a sovereign Lord. Your words are truth. And you have promised these good things to your servant. And now, may it please you to bless the house of your servant so that it may continue forever before you. For you have spoken, and when you grant a blessing to your servant, a sovereign Lord, it is an eternal blessing. Can somebody say that? It's an eternal blessing. It's an eternal blessing. There is a reward for your faith in Christ. You may, you may not see it on earth. You may not always see it on earth. But I want to tell you there is an eternal blessing that you and me possess when we put our faith and our trust in Jesus. Hey, side story. King Jesus was born in the family of David. Through the lineage of David will, will come what is that scripture? Through the stump of Jesse will rise new branch. That's what the scriptures say, right? David had the privilege of being a part of the lineage of the Messiah, King Jesus. So that one no that David had to go through just so that he, he was not able to build the temple. God knew how you feel when you, when you encounter a no. God knows how, how David felt when David was told a no. But that came at a greater yes that David encountered. Because that's the Jesus that you and me serve. Where, who, who always promises each one of us an eternal blessing. An eternal security. Not just something that you'll be, you'll, you'll live in these fancy houses and you'll be good. And all of that is, is there for sure. But the security of your heart, the security of your soul, the eternity of your future is our reward as Christ followers. Because like we have seen, we are already living in a world that is perishing. And as we are closing out on 2020 and stepping into 2021, I have some suggestions which are God reminders actually. Can we focus on the posture of our thanksgiving in these last uh, three hours that we have for 2020 can we grab every opportunity to express and, and like express our praise for the supreme God and the first two will never be possible if you and me do not take out intentional time can you say that intentional not time intentional time 
to, to have that communion with God, to have that time where, where God, as David sat before you, let me have that patience. May I not be distracted by every notification that pops up on my phone. May I not be distracted by every new Netflix series that starts trending and that's there on top 10. May I not be distracted by the pop culture references every single month. But teach me, Jesus, to sit down before your presence. To sit down correct the posture of my heart to be expressive in my praise to you I believe that's what Jesus wants to do for us as a community as a community that's what he wants us to do because I really don't know if you, if you, if you came in expecting hey Nenad, what does 2020, 2021 look like I don't know. Do you guys know that? Please tell me how it looks like. Because uh, I really don't know how it looks like. Because I want to tell you something. The God that we serve is a covenant-keeping God. We, we, we saw something that was written so many thousands of years ago was fulfilled at the birth of Jesus. And even today, through your lives, through the testimonies, through the working of God, through the hand of God over your life and every single person who's watching online, through the, the presence of God and His hand of God upon your life, that covenant is alive. And you and me have access to those covenant blessings in the Bible. The Bible is not just a book of some fancy quotes and I'm talking about some, some people. The Bible is real. The promises of God are real for you. The promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. And I want to challenge somebody tonight. I want to challenge myself tonight uh, as well because when I was reading this, when I was, I was prepping for this, God said, hey, Nanat, correct the posture of your heart first. You want to talk to the people about Thanksgiving, make sure that you are thankful. So, so before, I stand, before I stood over here, Julie and me sat down this afternoon. And, and we were expressive with our praise for Jesus today. We, 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 we crafted that moment where we just sat down before Jesus. We crafted that time where we could sit before God and just say, God, thank you for 2020. It's not been the best year, but we were able to make it through because of your presence. And I know you can say the same about your life as well. So I don't know what 2021 looks like. I know this for sure that a God-centered life never shies away from the adventures and challenges of the future. Am I talking to a community that wants to live a life that is God-centered? Am I talking to a bunch of people that, that say, you know what, I don't know the details of 2021. I don't want to know. What I do know is that I can be intentional with my choices as I step into 2021. And in these last three hours that I have, I better put my faith, I better put my trust in Jesus because He is the one who keeps His promises. He is the one who, who keeps His covenant. He's the one when He speaks a blessing over your life, you better be ready because He's the God who will fulfill it. You may get some, you may get some, some how do I say this? You may get some no's at the beginning, 
we might have to tweak certain things because there are certain things that we need to correct in our life in our hearts in our choices but i'm excited to tell you that the god that we worship is a god who will fulfill every word every promise everything that is spoken over your life jesus will fulfill it for you if you believe that can we just worship jesus tonight just stand up to your feet wherever you are you're watching from your home you're tuned in come on let's just make this moment just remind god remind god of the promises that he's made for you that's what david did that's what david did i want to close off by telling you one last thing david in this chapter as he's closing out these verses he is reminding god god you said you said that i will build a house god you said i will establish your kingdom i believe there are some people that need to say god you said in your word i will never leave you nor forsake you god you said in your word that i have plans to prosper you to give you hope and a near future god you said that let the peace that goes beyond all our understanding god my heart and mind in christ jesus god you said that i am with you till the end of this age come on this is not the time for you to stay quiet this is a time for you to remind yourself and remind god of those scriptures of those covenants of those promises that you received once upon a time and you buried it pull them out pull them out pull them out zealous and just speak the scripture just speak what god has spoken to you we're so glad you've been listening in if you'd like to know more about us follow us on insta at zealous pune or visit us online at zealous.community